0: Welcome back to Welcome Torchlit, to Torchlit Tavern. Tavern. Once again, it's December. <laughs> God, you're an asshole. We're releasing <laughs> our Soulsmith episodes. This Soulsmith, we have a special guest who will be introduced soon. But for now, all you need to know is we are a real play Fifth Edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. We focus on narrative, plotline, story, characters. We, we love do? all that shit. Yeah, I mean, most of the time.
1: Also, what's important here is that we are the world. We are the people. <laughs>
0: Go on. I mean, it's very Ah, accurate when we're playing D&D. We
2: played with some worms.
0: Yes. We are, for the first SoulSmith episode, continuing the storyline from last year. So, if you want to go back and listen to that, it's not going to be super important to go backwards, but it'll help you get some context as to where we're starting the story out today. But, uh, for now, my name is Jameson Oxford, I am your dungeon master, and playing with me today is your mom she does not know how to play DD.
2: hey guys it's me it's ryan i'm back again i'm playing darth Daniel flute blower again welcome i know you've heard of me because i'm famous very famous
1: famous,
2: famous. that's the pun
3: you were working on that whole time but also
2: <laughs> i hate it. i hate that we're once again doing playing with me because we literally did this the last time And now we're doing it again. And I don't like that people are playing with me. It sounds bad, Jay. Can we come up with anything else?
0: No, I don't see the problem. I literally
2: listened to playing
4: with me, just like last time on Torchlit Tavern. It's
0: awful. (laughs) (laughs) Playing with me. I've been playing with you guys for the last year. (laughs) And you guys did not complain. It's because you can't
4: play D&D with yourself,
0: Ryan. Yeah, it's true. You can only play with, with your friends, you can't play is, with yourself here. I've tried, is, I was a very lonely 15-year-old.
1: <laughs> is... Uh, hey, I'm Jeff. There it is. I'm back, uh, for another, uh, SoulSmith, uh, where we, we really lean into all of the minutiae of the holiday. Um, and I'll be playing Soul Dons. Ah, uh, very dance, excited. Really? It should be a lot of fun. Um... And playing with me Russ. is Mitch. Not I'm yet, baby. I could give to try to opt out. Nope. Not yet, baby.
4: Maybe later if you play your cards right and Katie gives me permission <laughs> and Liz says it's okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back, everyone. Hope you enjoyed our Thanksgiving. Hope you enjoyed our spooky season. And I hope you continue to enjoy our whatever. What is this? Soul Soulsmith. Soul Soul this one. Yeah. I'm Mitch. I play characters. I play D&D. I do not read the rules for D&D, and Jay hates me. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> yes, the just passion. like old friends. And yes.
4: more likely playing with Jeff today is...
5: I'm Katie Mischief. Uh, I am going to be playing Spooky Spooky Gord, also known as Love it. Lady Ramius.
4: Less interesting. Uh,
5: less interesting, <laughs> but, you know, Spooky Spooky Gourd doesn't have the same high-class ring to it. That lady Ramius would like it's true uh, I'm playing a revenant which means I am an awakened undead a la grim and uh, I'm hunting down the parties responsible for my death I am looking at the I'm I'm scrolling' I'm, I'm scrolling
1: the awakened undead uh homebrew was made by Eric Adam and Tamer we've used it here before. We're a big fan, and we just want to make it's, sure it's very we give them a break. shout out they deserve because right it is quite well made, honestly. Yeah, very well made. Guys. Thought it
0: thought it was out of a book when we first saw it. So, me too. Fuck. Once again, we are playing Dungeons and Dragons today. We are doing our Solstice episode. Solstice is our weird take on the Christmas season that is focused on the winter solstice and sort of mixes all of the holidays together. That being said, if you've listened to us, you know that it's very heavily Christmas themed because that's what we know. And I don't really want to insult another one. I'll touch on them, but I don't want to get too into it because I never want to, like, do a bad job. do touch uh, on
2: people without their consent. Yes. I mean, we're already playing with them.
0: No, we're playing with each other with consent. Yes, unfortunate. Yeah, <laughs> Ryan does consent, just begrudgingly. Uh, <laughs> don't king shame.
5: I had a girlfriend like that once. Withholding.
0: Um, you know what? Me too. Because She this...
1: begrudgingly consented?
0: <laughs> yeah. Wow. Because this is picking up. On last year's episode, I'm gonna have to have Jeff give us... Oh, last year on Torchlit Tavern. Wow. Hopped on it. Oh, last year on Torchlit Tavern, solstice edition. Starting to refer to these as the solstice Chronicles. In a small fairy airship to explore and bring back word of what has become of the Santa Claus and his peoples. As you fly the complicated and lengthy path to where you know the lands of Yule reside, a trepidation has already set in. From behind you all comes a voice. Yes, you should get off the sands. It is not safe. I turn. Comes across, and a good looking man stands and says, Welcome. My name is Walter Ohio. (laughs) It's about time someone showed up to help. Thank you. If he gets higher than me, I'm gonna be
2: so (laughs) pissed off.
0: (laughs) He got a 20. You're right. <laughs> this,
2: like, I, I, I wasn't expecting to, like, feel inadequate to Walter Ohio for this entire episode.
0: <laughs> As you guys all come to a complete stop, including the snowman, two figures step down. One of which is a thin man dressed in a chill suit. And you can see that his eyes are so blue that they shine forth from his suit. And his skin seems to be a very light bluish white. We are not enemies. We work together. They've come to help us. Can't you feel it? Seriously, though, do you want to get super high with me right now? Can we?
3: Yeah, actually, actually, yeah,
0: I'm... uh... Jack does a spell which causes a small shield to appear in front of you so you can sort of see as you guys just head down deep into the earth as it tries to escape from you all. You travel for miles and miles and miles, eventually coming out into what appears to be a massive cabin beneath the sand. You guys find yourselves in front of a quaint little cabin beneath the earth. deep. Under the ground, in the land of Salsmus, is a humongous cave. And from it, a river of spicy nog goes forth. The fuel source, the holiday cheer in pure, drug-addictive liquid form, pours from a cabin in the center. You guys have finally arrived, you've knocked on the door, and it has opened. And a shadow of an, a tall, skinny figure Fills the door frame. Can I help you?
3: Yeah, uh, I'm uncertain, uh, but, uh, Jack here has, has brought us, uh, to your door. Uh, uh, yeah, are you the one who will, uh, save the realm?
5: Or are so. you an interloper that must die?
3: This hellscape that was winter, which was also a hellscape.
0: There is no interloping here. Come in, come in. And it's not us that's going to save the realm. It's it's you guys. Personally, I I could
3: leave this hellscape right now, so this is not a great... This is maybe not the, the best of your choices,
0: yeah. But first, could you put down your weapons, as he nods to the four... Lit grenades sparking away in House's hands. Upon House. whose order?
2: House, maybe we, uh, maybe we
0: don't. Maybe we wait. By the order of Saint Nicholas, ex spirit of Solsmus. Uh,
4: House drops the grenade.
1: Soul takes another sip, or pours some more dreamily lily in his cup and sips it. Um. Oh, so I'm worried that
2: we said that they were lit grenades and that he just dropped them.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh
2: awaiting uh, orders! Darthaniel dives away
1: soul casts soul casts the gust cantrip and blows them away soul just goes mm.
0: <sighs> yeah they they you guys are 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 brought into the house as the sound of four large explosions happens outdoors and you're greeted by a strange sight inside is a very large cozy cabin and seated and milling about in various forms of undress like they've just been camped out in a cabin for weeks are a lot of older looking gentlemen. You see various, it's it's a little bit of a mixed bag as far as races goes. Uh, Nearby, you see what looks like a fur bulg and heavy furs. Across the way, you see uh, what looks like a fat man with a large beard, just sort of chilling by a fireplace. Next to him, and they seem to be in a heated conversation, is what is obviously a Krampus. Maybe the Krampus, his horns nearly stroking the ceiling in the kitchen. You see an old woman furiously cooking away. Uh, it's real
2: hot here. Are we interrupting something? We late to the orgy.
3: Oh, Ugh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> said said by someone who's not been to enough orgies. Could never be late.
0: Jack Jack's like, no, this this is most of the orgies I've ever been invited to. House is only here to stick it in people. House, please put them down. Not now. House. Come on. Welcome to the heart of Solstmas. It is odd to have so many here. He nods at Jack and he says, it's good to see you, Jack of Frostus. new heir to the spirit of Solstmas. We've been waiting a long time for you to get here. Yeah,
3: likely because
0: he's been high a lot. Just trash
5: the expands the
0: mind. He looks at he looks at sold and he goes, aren't you high a lot? Oh, yeah, but
3: I have no responsibilities, yeah. My realm is in chaos, and this realm is, well, also shitty. Rude. And I sip more <laughs> drugs.
1: The
4: dog unfolds the mind like a great frosted blanket. You're very rude. Over a
0: sauce, Mr. Yeah. yeah, come in, come in. Uh,
3: Did you Jack... miss the part where I said my realm is also no, shitty? No, I missed the... I yeah,
0: you're rude. Because um, I'm so...
3: <laughs> I'm upset. I'm taking another out on everyone else.
5: Yeah. <laughs> At least you're honest about it.
0: Uh, as you guys move in and you say that, you see that uh, the furbog just sort of like pulls out a willow switch and gives you a smile and swaps it into his hand. He's like, I'll show him how to behave in the spirit of Soulsmiths. I do this once. I don't I've had bigger creatures, try. Never mind Bell Snickle. He is of the old ways. And then Krampus from his seat says, you leave him alone. I like to see a satyr around here. So it
1: looks over at Krampus and nods and goes,
3: Yeah, you were one of us once. Now you're one of them.
0: One of who? Uh, The winters. This is not winter, this is solstice. To be honest, I do not know the difference.
3: Yeah, this is news to me,
0: yeah. We'll talk about it. Is it different? Very. Says the tall man. Uh, Nona, is food almost ready? And uh, she just so, sort of says something in a language that none of you fucking understand, and he just nods. And then you guys hear sort of a commotion coming from a back room.
4: Uh, there is a loud whirring noise in the back of the room, and uh, House begins to vibrate violently.
3: Soulsmith has been
5: secured! Non believers must be purged!
4: And uh, those of you who have been with House know that House is engaged. Curb stomp mode.
0: Uh, okay. You see, uh, all of the uh, older fellows in the room just sort sort of get a look on their face, like of of concern. What? Not non believers out there? What are you? What's your problem? What's it doing? Jack just sort of looks at everybody's like, I can no longer see what the future at the moment. Everything's cloudy here. Uh, I think he's gonna kill everyone. Not sure why, uh, but yeah. The log
5: so- has revealed to me that I must consign all of you. TO ETERNITY!
0: Oh.
1: Soul looks at him, because,
0: okay. ugh, ugh, not again. Well, this makes giving one Solsmus wish much easier. Uh, and he kind of claps his hands, and he says, um, she can come out, I guess. Let her, let her meet the group. Who? Out walks
5: Lady Ramius. She's a pretty tall woman at six foot, with long black hair that just seems to have, like, twigs and shit in it.
4: (laughs) Been there, (laughs) done that. That sucks.
5: But she has a a beautiful dress on. Like, tight corset. Uh, and she has this big hat with a big, wide brim. Ryan, calm
2: down. (laughs) Ah.
5: Oh, that's from the... Oh, I can see how that would be. (laughs) (laughs) I think I get that now. Um... No, I, I, I was thinking Corpse Bride a little bit more with the, like, tight corset, but okay. um, she doesn't look super undead, but, you know, her skin's very... She's, she's she, dead. She,
0: she is super undead.
5: She's so dead.
0: But uh, she's so undead. Oh, my gosh.
5: You want me to just do it here?
0: It seems for the best, It something seems to be wrong with it. Might as well.
5: Of course, there's something wrong with it. And uh, she walks up, but floats a little bit, you know, like those kind of like big floaty steps that some really cool women do. That <laughs> I would fall if I tried. Some really would do
0: the glide walk.
5: Yeah, the nice glide walk, you know. That's the
0: really cool uh, woman walk. Yeah, I know it.
5: Yeah, really cool, and uh,
4: I also can't do that.
5: <laughs> I bet he can't. Shame. And she just takes her sickle off of her back and, like, looks around at the others surrounding the gingerbread man, almost for approval.
0: Krampus nods, as well as Snickle. These two large creatures just sort of smile at you like, yes, yes, no, let's do this. Uh, the, the, the other more Eladrin and human-looking ones look a little bit, like, uncomfortable, and the old lady in the kitchen does not notice nor care as she is cooking up a storm.
4: The uh, extended torso of House disengages somewhat in the middle, and the center portion and top portion begin violently spinning in opposing
0: directions like a blender. Uh, since uh, we're going to do this, apparently, uh, maybe you guys should roll initiative.
2: I was going to say, Darth Daniel's uh, mouth has fallen open, and as, th- as this nymph has walked into the room, he cannot believe his <laughs> eyes... And he just begins to walk forward and he goes, Hello. I'm sure you know who I am already, but I
0: am Darthaniel Flu Nice to meet you.
5: It is of a note pleasure-
0: that you got Yeah,
5: I she is. It is she of note kinda- that you
0: are of opposing uh seasons, fully opposite of each other.
5: <laughs> it's perfect.
0: Yes, it is. Opposites attract, Jay. Yes, go ahead, Katie. Sorry.
5: Uh she says, a pleasure, I'm sure. And uh, I rolled
0: a five for initiative. So. Love it! Strong Just, start. Yeah, distracted her with your with your with your advances.
5: <laughs> I rolled a Mitch. Oh. Yay!
0: Yay! House, what did you get for your initiative? That one, baby. Wow! Oh. Damn! Wow! I
5: rolled a Mitch, and nice. you rolled a worse than Mitch.
2: I so sure he's, did. He's talented. What is a ravishing woman such as yourself doing in a place like this? Killing. Oh.
5: Yeah, I'll just Eldritch Blast. It's a it's a, it's a good open. It's a classic. Right? It's solid.
2: Yeah. You know, can't, like, can't I, I'm
5: playing a warlock. I gotta do the pew pew Eldritch
0: Blast.
2: Everyone's like, oh, yeah. Ryan, stop doing fucking Eldritch Blast all the time. Katie does it and everyone's like, yeah, yeah, do fucking Eldritch Fuck you guys.
0: Yeah, she gets yeah, like but, three. Yeah, but you, you know why, Ryan? Because it's funny. So... Exactly. exactly. Lady Ramius? Because the other option was Bow of Light! Indeed.
5: <laughs> bow of Light! It'll stop okay. being
0: funny when you stop caring.
5: After all, to hit, does a 20 hit you? Uh,
0: yeah. Wow. Starting off strong. Wait. Does a yeah, 17
5: yeah. hit. Uh, so no,
0: a 17 does not. Okay, so one
5: hits at least.
0: Of note, you are no longer high, and you just came off the worm battle. So if you guys still have damage from last year. It's there. I do. Oh, I
2: definitely do.
5: Nine force damage.
0: I
2: don't. Nice.
0: I duck. And
5: as she goes,
2: as much as a centaur can. Do you? As much, <laughs> You just bow.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Immediately drop to all four knees.
4: You, you do one of those really flowery bows. Alternatively, you got like your front it's the, hoof it's, up and your other the, hoof
0: crossed under it. Alternatively, it's the cartoon horse double split. Yes.
5: <laughs> uh, so she does that and she says. Do you remember me, abomination?
4: Oh wow! Uh, House just makes a bunch of like whirring and grinding noises. It appears that House is severely malfunctioning. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> like my haunted blender downstairs. One of the one of them one of the the people in the room looks at Jack and goes, "What's wrong with it?" And Jack goes, "Um, I gave it sentience and then <clears throat> held it under spicy nog for a good hour." It's a soggy cookie. The uh,
4: house just moves forward in blender configuration. Okay.
2: Uh, house is not going to struggle take... to quickly get
4: up and out of the way. <laughs> uh, the house is going to take a ten-foot forward march and uh, attack anything between where house is and where house is going, which is
0: just forward. Uh, yeah, oh, Sol gets some the fur- fuck out of the way. Yeah, Sol gets the fuck out of the way as a table just gets obliterated by spear thrust.
5: Well, since it seems like it's probably for the best that I just use my cantrip, so I'm going to continue using my... I'm going to cast Infestation. <laughs> and the uh, cloud of things that will be on him will be
0: Mosquitoes. Uh, not again. Not again!
5: <laughs> mosquitoes! Sweet can mes- sweet. A, can I get a con save, please, from you?
0: Probably
4: not. But I'll roll for it and see.
0: It's really a shame, considering that's probably your good save.
4: That's a nat one, baby.
0: You're kidding. God damn. Me. Holy shit. Don't go easy on the newbie. Come on. <laughs> uh
5: I didn't roll too much damage. You're only gonna take six damage. But you will also move. No, he's gonna take double feet. damage for
0: rolling a Nat 1 on his save. That's what I think. Wow.
5: You're also gonna move five feet north of wherever you take
0: that.
4: Five feet north? God! Mm-hmm. Regrets for whoever's five feet north of the blender. <laughs>
0: oh Jesus. Alright, let me it's roll a, a D6 here. We roll Not a d6 here Yeah, I assume he's
2: gonna break through a wall at some point
0: Uh, you watch The thin man who told you he was Saint Nicholas Is in the way And, uh, he just sort of Pulls a staff from around his body And just sort of pivots Uh, house Just, oh, just north, this east Or whatever the fuck, like, in another direction Like, bounces him off like a pinball game 16 damage To, the, to this guy? To whatever that, that's uh, how much damage that's how much damage Blunder does. Fuck it. Yeah, you, you see the the bottom half of the staff falls away at as as he as you bounce off of him and he just looks at his staff and makes a sour face as you get pivoted to the to the east. Hey uh, guys, can we just talk about this? No,
5: unfortunately, my new friend. I must finish what I started. And she casts hold of the dead if I get a wisdom save.
4: Again, probably
0: not, but I'll roll it for you. Oh, God, yeah. Well, mouse has a negative saves. one on that
4: one. That's, uh, making
0: him roll saves is such a sad, that's mean thing to do. That's 12. Yeah, that's pretty uh, yeah, high. That's,
5: that's not high enough, unfortunately, my friend. It was a 16.
4: Yeah, I figured. And
5: I rolled almost max damage. So that's take nice. 23 damage, friend. Holy fun. As the bells ring out loud enough for everyone to hear, but they're ringing for you and calling you home. They
0: sound like Christmas bells. God damn it, I knew you were gonna say it. I don't know how much health you have, but I feel like we should make that be the one. Just just like, since this is obviously a foregone conclusion. Um, Yes, how much health do you have? Three. Wow.
5: Uh, Because it was so cool, uh, I do an extra three damage.
0: (laughs) (laughs) As the bells chime, you watch as House comes to a clanky, grinding stop, and cracks start to form on his gingerbread cookie exterior. Inside, a light flashes and then dims, and then there is a small boom, and his cookie parts are spread to all corners of the room, making a huge mess. And you see everybody just like, oh, oh, no, Uh, except for the fat Santa by the fire, who reaches down and picks up a chunk, yes, and dumps them in the (laughs) milk and takes a big bite. Mm. Gingerbread, not my favorite.
4: I-, I have a, I have a question for people that absolutely isn't uh, problematic. What's your passive? Does anyone have a passive perception higher than twenty? Um, hold on. No.
2: Oh, okay. Good. It is seventeen,
1: though. It is rather high.
5: Mine's twelve. I'm not here to see shit. All right.
1: <laughs> Mine's thirteen, right. but my passive insight is sixteen. Yeah,
4: it doesn't matter. Just kidding. Just kidding. All right, no worries, no worries. I promise. Not... I promise that's not problematic. Upsetting. Can uh.
2: Someone explained to me why we just exploded House. I'm not too upset about it, because he was incredibly upsetting, but why?
0: She was trying because to get revenge on a murder. House was naughty.
5: He killed me, my love, and I just couldn't let that stand.
0: Her quest brought her here, and she asked for a soulsmith's gift. Especially after his behavior in the common room of our cabin, it seemed the best to give it to her. It is regrettable, mainly because I, he made a mess.
5: I disagree.
0: Right away, yeah. sir. But and I, also to uh, I also start eating
5: the cookie. I also just like go through his shit, mostly not like to take any of his things, mostly to look through to see if there's any like paperwork or anything that I might need to know about him.
4: Weapons. And, about the next just, person. Yeah, he's just loaded, just weapons loaded with weapons and
0: cookies. Weapons.
5: I know where they're at, but I don't know like their name. I don't think. I just know where the next person is.
0: Sure. Uh, As you start going through the stuff, Saint Nick comes up to you and uh, leans down very far, and he says to you, If you're satisfied, I would like to ask you for your aid. It is time to transfer the power over to young Jack. The heart of Solsmus, the spirit of Solsmus, must continue, and we need to get him back to the North Pole to complete the ritual. The power has already been divested of... Santa, and he points over to the fat jolly man in the corner who just sort of lifts his, his milk up and tips it at Jack. But in order to complete everything, we need to get him to the North Pole safely. And right now, the spirit of solstice is very vulnerable. And I think that a member of each house of all four seasons would be good in helping that along. Everyone knows that the balance is necessary. You represent autumn, spring, and summer. Well, it's kind of a problem. What? what what's the problem, Darth Daniel? Well, we just lost house,
2: and he
4: uh, was kind of one of them. Oh. Uh, Dar- Darth Daniel, a voice a few inches, uncomfortably close behind your ear. Not to be a problem, sir. I represent the House of Winter. Well? And a man just appears next to you.
5: Roll for initiative? No, I'm kidding.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I will. Uh. Oh, God. Who, who are you? Where did you come from? I am the concierge, sir. The what? I am the the caretaker of the Solstice Spirit. Coffee, Ooh. tea, nog, and he presents to you a small silver platter with three of those cute little fine china
0: cups. Oh, how well, adorable! Thank you. I, I take the tea. This is the Claus's manservant. He has worked for Claus in his entire. Excuse me, sir. I am neither man nor servant. Time. Yes, you've said. His butler. I do not buttle, sir. <sighs> He has worked for Santa since his entire career. But now, with Santa retiring, I suspect he will move on. I hope. Ah, uh, do, do you have a name?
4: As I said, I am the concierge, but you may address me by any name that you like. Jeeves, Jefferson, Jeremy, yeah. Jacobs, Jameson. It does not matter. Any name, the beginning with the letter of J, it is the thought that counts.
2: Has to be a J? Yes, sir. Okay. Jarthaniel? Do you, uh, are you... Does that mean you're free? Because I could... I'm pretty famous and I could use, uh,
0: your services. I am the Eternal Steward of the Spirit of missing. Which will be Jack of Frostus once he reaches the North Pole. Oh, well. Soul's kind of like time. looking
1: at his
4: cup.
0: And when you turn back, he's just gone again.
1: Soul's kind of like looking at his cup and then looking up at the fat man and then looking at his cup. And, and when you look back down man. at
4: your cup, the custodian is there <laughs> filling it.
3: You're aware there were drugs in this, yeah? You, are you aware drugs were in there? Yeah? No?
4: Okay. But of course, sir. Spicy, I enough, guess. He... No, but I'll take- Well, my... it is now, sir.
3: Of course. Uh, and then he, uh, he
1: leans- He looks over at Darth Año and goes,
3: Isn't the whole reason we were here because that man was dead? As he points to, uh, Santa. Ho!
0: Ho! Ho! Yes. Yes, I was destroyed. But I reconstituted. And yet here you stand. Well, it took a long time. The land of Solsmus up top has been going barren and dry. No spirit, no Solsmus spirit. I have been destroyed. But you have brought Jack here, and I can use what's left of my power to transfer it to his vessel, which will be stronger and capable of housing the Solsmus spirit and bring everything back together.
3: And what happens (laughs) to you afterward? Oh, I'll... I'll, Will you be dead Zen? Yeah?
0: No, I, I will heal, I imagine. I hope. I am very weak, and I hope to just recuperate here, spend time with my old friends here at the heart of Solsmus. I see. So you'll be out of a job. Retired. what well,
2: case you're interested, I am very famous, and I could use a butler.
0: I think I will enjoy being retired. But Jack, being a new spirit of Solsmus, may be able to grant wishes when all things are done. Okay. Um. Speaking of which... Speaking of which, he pulls around from behind his chair, and he brings out a big sack. This is yours now, son. Whoa, put that thing away. <laughs> oh, sorry. And he puts it, he tucks it back <laughs> underneath, and he brings around the, the, the chair, and he pulls out a big sack. And he hands it to Jack of Frost's. This is the sack. Use it wisely. And with love. Sol walks over
1: to Krampus, and he, uh, he goes... Uh, does Krampus have like a a, a mug or a, a cup or a glass? Uh, yeah. Soul pours a little dream lily in there, and he goes, <laughs> It's it's giving
0: time, yeah." Oh, it's been a long time since I've had dream lily. Is it still strong? Or as strong as ever, yeah? Really, I've never seen it as a milk.
3: Yeah, we've really uh gone places with it, yeah.
0: Interesting. Uh, Krampus clinks glasses with you. Thank you for bringing some dream lily back from the homeland. It's been so very long. Um, yeah. What brings you to the heart of Salsmus? Seder friend, what's your name?
3: Sol, yeah. Sol. Say, I, I was hired. These days, uh, the homeland is uh, shambles. Huh? Mm. But we few of us uh, uh, take work where we can.
0: Things get dark no matter where you are. It's, um, it's good to see that you're holding out hope despite dark times. You're in the right place for such things. We're big on hope around here.
1: Uh, Soul kind of gives, like, a, like an empty smile and goes, yeah, hope. And he
3: cheers and he sips from his cup.
0: You don't, you don't have hope. Hope is, uh, hard to come by. Mm. Well, stick around. There's a lot around here. We'll get you some. In the meantime, Nana, Elfana! Come on! Where's the food? And she starts banging on a pot in the other room and uh, saying in a language that only the concierge understands means food is ready, you goddamn bastard. Serve these ungrateful bastards their food. But only the concierge understands that.
4: The madam would like to indicate that the food has concluded its preparations and things are ready for your consumption, sir. I am rather hungry. I would love
0: this anything.
5: A feast, my favorite.
0: Ah, I could eat, yeah. They start getting the table ready, and uh, a few other people come out of some side rooms and join you guys. Uh, A couple of guys in, like, long white robes. One guy, very white skin, long hair. Another guy, very dark skin, not long blonde hair. Uh, And his robes are a little dirtier. And they all sort of sit down and start getting ready. They shoo off the concierge when he tries to help them. It's like, you no longer work here. Sit down and enjoy food.
4: I am here so long as the inheritor of my charge remains in this domicile, so
0: God, you're infuriating. Uh, everybody sits down, and you guys start to eat. As you eat, you all realize that you're getting a long rest. The food is incredibly rejuvenating. Fantastic. Uh, Lady Ramius, please join us like as that. well. We wish to talk you into joining this last adventure, and at the end, you will be dropped back off in autumn, or wherever your current quest takes you.
5: I really do appreciate that.
4: The uh, concierge appears behind you with a carved ivory comb. Shall I remove the thistle and bob from your hair, madam, while you eat, of course?
5: No, I rather like it as a reminder of where I'm going and where I've been. And uh, you see, she pulls out a bottle of wine that who knows how she would have been able to hide it in this bodice. Prison wallet. Prison wallet. It's in my my coochie purse.
0: Crander, snug Krampus nudges Soul and goes, she's got a satyr sack. (laughs) I'm glad that came back. It's my
5: own satyr sack.
3: Yeah, who even knew? Look at that.
5: And uh, she opens the bottle of wine and pours a large goblet for herself and kind of offers it up, uh, puts it in the center and says, in the spirit of
0: giving, uh, who was that directed to, specifically the whole table?
5: The whole table. I, I put right. the bottle
3: of wine in the center.
0: Sure. It it gets passed around. Everybody gets a little glass, and they all raise their goblets and say, To Lady Ramius.
3: Yeah, to Lady Ramius.
0: To yeah. Lady Ramius.
5: For the first of many vanquished foes.
0: Sure. Yeah, that... It's... it. You guys are very violent for a
2: Solstice Gathering. Uh, speaking of, who, uh... Who else is on this list? What list? The list? Lady Ramius' list. Oh. Yes, who's
4: been naughty?
5: Well, I don't know all of their names, but I do know exactly where my next target is right now.
4: Shall I call for them, madam?
5: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Lady Ramius looks like she's like mulling it over. Like, hmm. She goes, no, I think I'd rather help you for your toleration of me killing your friend. Also,
2: do, friend. You,
5: do you believe that perhaps I could reanimate him?
2: P- possibly, but why would you want to? Did you just want to kill him again?
5: No, he'd make a wonderful servant.
0: You know, I do need a butler. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm not sure that one can reanimate the constructs that are of the House of Gingerbread. You could try. But we are low on time. Once dinner is ready, we will be needing to move you guys to catch a train.
2: He was very handy for, you know, turning into, like, a sleigh earlier, so...
0: <laughs> Back to the matter at hand, then, if that's all right. Sure. Soul
3: leans over to Krampus and goes, What lovely guests you have here. Yes,
0: yeah, so what What do you need of us now? Like we said, we want you to take Jack, and they all nod at Jack, to become the new spirit of Solsmus. Since the beginning of Solsmus, there has been the spirit of Solsmus, and its personification has changed countless times. We are some of the remaining ones that are most recent. And he nods, you might recognize Santa Claus and Saint Nick before him, and they nod to the tall one. And also you might not, depending on how ancient any of you are, recognize... Belfana. And they re- they point at the old lady. And Maltese over there and you'll find usual, yes? Krampus
4: but of course so. and
0: Bell Snickle. And Bellsnickel, who's just the tower like the two of them towering over on one end, they just sort of nod. Used to be a different time for us. I would like you to talk more. Bellsnickel? Yes. Um why?
4: I
2: could really use your vocals on my next album.
0: Sure, well, Hey, we give them what they want here for SoulSmith, right, guys? Everybody, you know, shut up, Saint. I don't know why SoulSmith went their direction all nice and jolly. I mean, Saint Nicholas is no fun, but the rest of it is very jolly. I used to beat people and have a great time. SoulSmith was a different experience when I was in charge. Went around grabbing naughty kids. I put them in the sack and beat them bloody. Good times. Wow. just isn't what it used to be.
4: More gin, sir.
0: Absolutely.
5: Because <laughs> <laughs> if you're beating
4: children, I know what you're drinking. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed That's it. What a statement?
5: So
0: hard.
3: Is a uh, horse-headed uh, spirit around here, sir? Oh, oh,
0: you remember really old times? No, he 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 kind of faded away. He he's around, maybe outside milling about, but only a few of us can even see him anymore. I immediately canter outside. Uh, if you if you legitimately, your character, would remember that spirit of soulsmith then you can see a ghostly figure moving about in the orchard. If not, you can't see them at all. Do you remember its name? Ugh. Oh, not in many years. Then you might be able to see him cantering about outside in the orchard, but if you can't remember its name, it's possible that even you will not be able to see them. Eventually... Each one of us will be forgotten, and we will fully move on.
2: I immediately ran outside because I want to meet this other horse. Did you... Do, do you think Darth I Daniel, know the name. Do you?
0: Yeah. Does Darthaniel know of the horse-headed spirit of Christmas? No, or is that I'm just, just excited. An excite-
2: you said there was another horse here, so I want to go
4: see them.
5: <laughs> uh, he must be excited to see the Merry
4: Loon. Yes. Uh, thank you. I was at the tip of my tongue as well.
0: Through a window... Lady Ramius sees the merry lute eating an apple, but as Darthaniel steps outside, looking at the same spot, there's nothing there.
1: I canter over and and retell him a, a, uh, the tales of the merry lute, like a tale of the merry lute.
0: Yeah,
3: before there was there was the merry lute. Yeah, knocked on the door, made you participate in the games. Yeah. Did you
2: Did you say her name is Mary Lute? Not quite. She uh, plays uh... a lute. <laughs> No.
5: On the inside, uh, Lady Ramius is telling a a compelling story about how the Mary Lude would visit at the beginning of its season uh, because her dearly departed husband uh, was good friends with the Mary Lude.
0: As stories are passed around about the Mary Lude, anybody looking out the window or anyone outside might start to see the ghostly outline of a skeletal horse figure, but it fades away the moment your attention is dragged anywhere else.
4: May I assist sirs and ma'am? Sure. Well, here we come, innocent friends, to ask leave, to ask leave, to ask leave to sing. Why should I join with those in play, in whom I've no delight, whose curses swear but never pray, who call ill names and fight? I hate to hear a wanton song, their words offend my ears. I should not dare defile my tongue with
0: language such as theirs. The ghostly form of the skeleton gets very visible while he does his poem, but eventually when it's over, it does fade back away. Yes, that is the inevitable future for all of us.
4: You Know what time it is? Jeff, tell them what time it is.
1: It's time for the Torchlit Tavern Toy
3: Drive.
1: Yay! That's right. Yay! That's right. This year, just like every year, we are doing the Torchlit Tavern Toy Drive. If you want to know the rules, the rules are very simple. Get yourself a toy. Yes.
0: it brand new.
1: new. Brand new toy. And new. new. Wrapped and new. Hey, hey. We never said you had to wrap brand it. Brand new toy. Yeah, I
0: don't even think they need
1: to wrap it. Do you know what? Just brand new. Still a box. New toy. NRFB never removed from box. You take that brand new toy of any type, of any variety, of any shape, size, or what have you, as long as it fits in a car, because you are gonna then drive it to someone and give it to them. That's right. You buy the toy, you drive it to somebody, and you and you get to see the the result of your efforts right away.
4: It is the 2022 Torchlit Tavern Toy Drive.
0: You do all the work and we steal some of the credit. Yes. Don't forget That's to hashtag right. and post it on Twitter to make sure that everyone knows that we gave you the idea. Make a child's day, Go ahead and- drive them a toy, and yes. then give us a hashtag.
2: Porchlet Toy Drive 2022.
1: Go ahead. Oh, and take yay. A picture We got more of you With the toy in the car and tag us in it. Post yeah. it on. You can do TikTok hashtag or something. Just make sure toy you try 2022. Please. Uh, yeah tiktok we accept tiktoks uh tweets instagram posts whatever it is carrier
4: pigeon carrier pigeon but not ideal they don't deal with the hashtags well they get distracted it's hard to
0: it's hard to drive a carrier pigeon they usually like can't handle the weight of your body So you guys come back in, and Bell Snickle is being told, Shush, we don't talk about smart Pete. <laughs> zvart Pete. You guys come back to dinner, and uh, the conversation continues. Anyway, the spirit of soulsmith carries on. Outside, there's a dude on. nailed to a post. No, no, no. Oh, God. Look, the spirit of Christmas is tied to a lot of things. Not everything <laughs> contains the spirit. One of the robed <laughs> figures goes. Yes, the the dark robed figure goes. No one is talking about you. You're not real.
5: Lady Ramius is uh, currently hitting on Krampus.
0: Nathaniel's upset about it in the corn. All of the various holidays of Solstice are housed here. Anything that sparked the joy or celebration of the spirit of Solstice is here, and they nod at the robed figures. And this is like at any and most of these being winter celebration, but. The spirit of Solstice has migrated, it has encompassed more things.
4: Mold oats, Sir blower.
0: Yes,
2: thank you. How did you know? It is my nature to know, sir. Really, anyway. no. if you've got nothing
0: after this, I would really love your services. Anyway, it's not just a winter season. As I was talking to Sol earlier, it's, it's not winter only anymore. On the other side of the material plane in the island of Dakari, when it is at the heart of winter, Unshar, it is raging summer. And yet, they still celebrate Solsmus in the heart of summer. And he stares at you. They celebrate it their own way, but it is still celebrated.
1: Uh, Sol, Sol looks at him with this sort of,
3: like, empty gaze and goes, Huh, well, you learned something new? I've been gone quite a long time, so. So long, I'm starting to understand the time. He sips from his cup again.
0: Sounds and like it's probably just the drugs talking, love. He, 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 he stares at you, and then he shakes his head as he looks away from your dead eyes, and he says, the only thing that truly seems to tie SoulSmiths together, the various festivals and celebrations and all the things, that the only thing that seems to be the same throughout all these various ways of celebrating, is hope. The child hopes for gifts. In the old days, they hoped that winter would end. Different worlds all celebrate versions of Solsmith and some of them have tied it to their religion, and all of it is based in a hope. And that's why we need your help, because right now Solsmith is at its most vulnerable, and we are hoping that we can get Jack to the North Pole.
1: Swirls his cup around a bit more, his mug with a bite taken out of it. He swirls it around. He looks up and he goes, Well,
3: Solstice uh, is... is old, and once was about the moon, huh? The longest night, the yes. shortest day.
0: yeah. Long time ago, it's like we said, we've grown from that, but yes, that is one of its oldest things. Well, then uh, we have common ground.
3: I too, I too am fond of the moon. Like to
0: bark at the moon, huh? Yeah, it's a shame we don't have more time. We do need to push you guys on because we try to explain things the best we can, but you guys have a train to catch.
4: Seven minutes, sirs. What is this? Was ist das train? What is this train? It's a pot station, seven minutes, says. Oh, we need to get you up the chimneys. Yes, we need to get you up the chimneys.
0: They start clapping their hands and shushing everybody around. Yes, 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 yes. We got to get to the train. Come on. You got to meet up uh, with its next stop. And, um, oh, wow. Can I
3: have food to go? I haven't eaten yet.
4: The concierge presents you a plate.
0: Yeah, and Nana just piles more food on it. He tries to give you, like, a nice, carefully laid out tray. And she just dumps. More food on it, like you're going away for a fuck the whole winter, and uh, it gets pushed on you with yeah. two plates sandwiching it. And she smiles, gives you that old lady smile.
5: You better share, love.
0: As you say that, she grabs another plate, hands it to the butler, and shovels more food on it, which then gets shoved in front of Lady Ramius. Uh, Sol
1: downs what's left in his mug and hooks it back to it, puts it back in his seder pouch. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> yes, seder sack. Embrace the seder, seder pouch. sack. Uh and then uh gives her a, a a kindly nod and heads out the door, eating the whole way.
0: As you head to the door, uh Belsnickel, or sorry, Krapus puts his arm at, sorry man, that's um not the way we get around around here, and he pushes you toward the fireplace.
1: <laughs> isn't there isn't it a lit hearth? Didn't you explain? It, it, is it was currently on
4: fire, roaring, warm, inviting. The concierge stokes the fire as you approach.
3: Yeah. I am summer, not fire. This is not going to be pleasant for me.
0: As you guys are getting pushed toward the fireplace, almost pushed, like, aggressively, like you're about to be put in the fireplace by everyone there, you see that Santa Claus and Jack of Frostus are talking in quiet tones, and then he turns them, claps them on the shoulders, like, Ho-ho-ho, boy! It's time to try those abilities that you might have now. And they're gonna need your help. Yes, I'm, I'm a rather large,
2: uh... I don't think I could fit there. You I'm see? sitting
5: upon my flying broom, like uh, <laughs> side saddle, on Jack's, it. Like side I, broom. I ride,
0: yeah, I ride western. Side Jack starts rubbing his hands together. He claps them and like like he's building up friction, and then he blows on his hands, and blue motes of snowflake touch all of you, and you feel a strange vertigo as you are sucked up the chimney abruptly. Ooh. You guys travel through the chimney. It's this long, snaking thing. At first it's brickwork, and then it gets narrower and narrower until it feels like you're in an iron pipe that's just going in all directions. And then, just, like, just as soon as you were in the fireplace, you pop out, and it's a cold winter day on the rooftop of a small gable building, and you immediately all slide off of and land in a plop and a pile of snow at a train station.
5: I was sitting on my broom, so I think I float down Nicely.
0: You get shot out sideways and come to a stop. May I help you to your feet, says? He's just standing there next yeah, to us already, on the ground. He's just already there, yeah. <laughs> yes, please.
1: So just kind of, however he landed, he rolls into whatever position looks comfortable, feels comfortable, and continues to eat and goes,
3: Ah, well, if you insist.
0: Plopping down next to you guys on his feet, landing in the snow, comes Jack. And uh, he's got his sack thrown over his back and he looks around as a train whistle is sounded and a large old-school steam engine It's only about five Seven cars. It's only about seven cars long pulls into the station and the doors open looks like we're just in time Would you care Uh, for assistance dismounting madame?
5: I can mount and dismount on my own. Thank you very much
0: Where are we but of course? Oh, oh, sorry you guys are to where we're about to get on the Polar Express. Ugh. Yeah,
1: of course. What a what a movie transition. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Sol hands his plate to this uh, butlery dude. <laughs> it's
0: Tom Hanks here. And as the door opens, you are greeted with a strange, waxy grimace of a man <laughs> who absolutely looks exactly like Tom Hanks. <laughs> God damn it. Hi! Welcome to the Polar
2: Express.
0: <laughs>
1: Soul hands his plate, and he does one of those, like, um, bicycle spin kick to his feet, breakdance maneuvers. It's
3: pretty It's pretty cool. Gorgeous. Nice. And then he takes his plate back, and he goes, Does anyone know what, what this is? Uh, this metal
4: snake? This is a locomotive, sir. This is it's a
0: train. It's the only safe way to get to the North Pole. You're not aware of what a train is? Oh.
2: Wow. Let's
5: not be rude to the poor country satyr boy. Oh, Ryan, Digby. Wow.
2: <laughs> We're getting a ding. Wow, okay. Oh, wow.
3: Mitch's back. To- Ow!
4: A train, also known as a locomotive, is defi- defined by... A engine followed by a series of cars. Now, often, if the train is designed to go in two directions, it will have an engine on either end because an engine going backwards is always less efficient than an engine going forwards. So Jay said this has seven cars, but does it really have seven cars or does
0: it have five cars? It has one engine car followed by six cars because it shouldn't need two engines with the length that it is.
5: I think he meant it so that when it wants to go the other way, Ah, it's already got an engine I,
0: there. I, I guess yes, then. I imagine. Probably yes. I don't know. I don't know trains. I'm not a train guy. Dude, it's a Fae train, man. It might only ever go one direction. It's, it's, I, it, I, yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm the Dungeon Master. It's, and what I say goes. Uh, it's a magic train. <laughs> also, like, turntables or anything. When it gets to the end, things, it just floats, so like, yeah. flips, and drops. I don't know how you guys handle trains in your stupid world. Actually, Jack does tell you. This is the Polar Express. It travels through the lands of Fae, Expense. across time and phase space.
2: The this Polar train,
0: Express. <laughs> this train is the Polar Express. It travels through the lands of Fey across time and Fay space. In order to do this, it briefly passes through the Shadow Fey, a brief 12 seconds of darkness before ending at the North Pole. Tom Hanks, in a rict- strange rictus grin, says, Yes, last stop before the North Pole. Hop on. It's time to go. I
2: find you incredibly unsettling, but okay.
5: Many might. Ha ha! Get on. I uh I get on telling everyone, "Oh, it shouldn't be that big of a deal. I've uh I'm a bit shadow touched myself. Nothing to be afraid of."
2: That's good. Is this like a really big train or is it just like your standard train?
0: <laughs> it's a regular-sized train. As you get as you get on, it is a regular-sized old-timey train. They're the cuz I'm not rooms. a regular-sized old-timey person. It's uh It's just big enough that you can move down the aisles without trouble. That's it. But it is tight for you. But you can move. As you hop on, you see that each car is about 30 feet long. They have a handful of furniture, depending on what train. Currently, you're getting on in coach. The Tom Hanks nods to all of you. And he says, to our left, you will find the cargo. Drop off anything that's important to you, and we'll put it there. And to the right, you will find the dining car, parlor, then sleeping car, and in the very back, a lounge.
5: What's being served in the lounge?
0: If you have important cargo, we recommend you drop it off. And, uh, as you guys say that, a couple of familiar faces walk into the room. One of which is Walter, Ohio. No! No! Jack! Darth oh, and he runs up, and he grabs both Jack and you in a big hug. Why me? Because we've been through so much together. Sol is right there. He- Yeah, right. I mean, I like him, but we haven't vibed in the same way. We have? Yeah.
2: Yes, we have. You're- you're correct. I was just yeah, messing with you. On, Let's go, yeah. come on. Good- A good Nathaniel
0: Jake. Uh, the other one that comes into the room is familiar, but not to you guys. It's a large, tiefling-like character, but his features are decidedly reindeer-esque, and he sports two large staghorns from the top of his head. His nose glows a bright red. Ugh, shit. We got more people getting on the train right now? This is bullshit. I'm supposed to be monitoring stuff going to the North Pole here, and I don't need this many people getting on right now and making my job harder.
3: Yeah, I'm not here to make your... Job harder, uh, I am just going to the- to the parlor.
0: Uh, do you do that? To or the par- par-, par-, par- parlor. <laughs> par- Jack, parlay. I don't know how to say this Jack word. goes, before everyone goes, it's important to know. The word, it's- it's hard to say. Parlay. I have not gained the full powers of SoulSmith yet, and people are, have always tried to steal the sack, so we need to defend this. Do you understand? The sack? Yes, the sack. It's important. It's one of the few things that everybody wants, because it's basically, you know, you can have anything you want if you reach inside. With a few rules. Reach into the fire, I tell you. It has a few rules to that, but anyway, I don't know if we should put it in cargo or bring it with us at all times. I don't trust that. Cargo is very defendable and difficult to take away. He, He motions everybody to come in, and once you're in cargo, you see that there are these large crates with, like, seals on them. It's like, once we place something in cargo, it should be nigh impossible to remove.
2: I... I... I would feel better if jarthadiel took care of it.
0: <laughs>
4: but of course, sir.
2: I may carry your luggage.
3: Uh, speaking from experience, sir, uh, I always keep my sack on me. Keep it very close, in fact. Yeah. All right.
0: Well... Goat dick, yes. out. I will... No,
1: in. My sack. Yeah, come on. My seder sack. Uh, Jack
0: talk. goes, I have an idea. And he reaches into the sack, and he pulls from in the sack a copy of the sack. He says, what if we put the real one under lock and key, but then, as we move through the train, we make it clear that we still have it? What if we do the other? A you want to leave the real idea, one here? You, you want to keep the real one with us and leave a fake here? But no one knows the yes. fake is here.
2: So?
5: I think... I think Jack is right.
0: You know, I defer to you. You've been nothing but helpful, all of you. If you think this is the best way to go, we can do it. Thinking, thinking is not my strong suit. Just
2: if I was, if I was planning to steal something off this train, I would expect it to be locked away. It's by thinking.
0: All right. Well, he puts the thinking fake one is not in. Entitled. He 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 puts the fake one in a uh, one of the containers, and Tom Hanks comes and waves a wand over it, and it seals. Tell you what. We'll How many of those can you make? Oh, he starts reaching into the sack and just pulling out fake sacks. We each I can literally in get one. anything you guys want. I'm into this. Perfect.
3: This will black?
0: So, do we just yeah. leave like a bunch of them here? Is that what we're doing?
5: No. No, we each carry We one. all have one. Oh. Yeah.
2: Wild. Yes. This no, is No, we are now folding Harry Potter into this, and we
0: all have a fake one. Fantastic. I love it. Uh, so we put the fake one in here, we we'll each have one. Who has the real one? Jack.
5: Isn't it better that no, none of us know which one's actually the real one?
3: You want Absolutely far, not. All right. No, that's the wrong choice. <laughs> you want to
0: play a shell game? With ourselves. No, this is even better.
3: <laughs> I already don't know which one is
0: the weird one. You've all been vetted by the spirits of Soulsmith. I trust you guys to know the information. And Tom. I trust Tom. And everybody looks at Tom, whose expression does not change from its strange, cheerful one. I don't trust Tom.
2: Why? Tom, Why? I just... I don't...
4: I hate looking at you. This is the uncanny valley, sir.
5: I mm-hmm. think, my love, that you must embrace the spooky.
0: I'll do what I can.
5: Embrace the unsettling.
0: You guys all get a sack, and Tom Hanks goes, Would you like to see the rest of the train, sir? We're about to leave. Uh, And you guys hear the horn, and you can already feel the the locomotive begin to move. I believe Jarthaniel Daniel can show us the rest of the train. Thank you, Tom. Anything you want, sir. I will head up to the engine car and make sure that this autonomous train moves accordingly. Perfect. Please stay there. (laughs) Uh, Can't promise. I do run the train. There are other things I need to do. As he goes up to the engine and checks things. You guys are in cargo? Or you guys just head back down the other half of the train?
5: Yeah, uh, I go to, I, I follow along with them, yeah. but I'm very much looking at the other people that are on the train, see if anything piques my interest.
0: Sure. Uh, the first car that you guys enter after Coach, which, once again, uh, now you guys have kind of gained Rudolph and Walter. Walter is just happy to see you guys. He's patting people on the back. hes It's very good. Uh, I was worried that you guys would leave me behind. I was hoping we would. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's been nice seeing you, Walter. I'm going to stay here in Coach and make sure that nobody gets past us into cargo because I got to, you know, watch after my stuff and I'll help you watch yours, too. Good meeting you, Walter.
3: Where is the Pivon this is where games are, right? The, you know, somehow we are big fans Oh, the parlor? Of yes. Games.
0: Uh, if you keep on going, there's the dining car, then the parlor car, then the sleeping car, and then the lounge. And, you know, you can't get lost to one line. Uh, and he yeah. just sort of sits down at one of the, the chairs, and you guys move into the dining car. Inside the dining car, you see two people in the dining car. They are both... One of them is seated at one of the tables. Looks like he's trying to enjoy a meal. And he is this old skinny man kind of hunched over his food. He's got a long tailored uh, coat and suit on and a top hat that is sitting next to his food. He is an old man with a long nose and a little beard and he's just sort of like angrily looking at this guy. And the guy next to him is in like a classic, uh, more, more modern in our world suit. And he is standing over this other man and yelling at him. Now you see here, Mr. Scrooge, I know you gave money to Potter, and you ruined my goddamn life! Do you understand? I'm not going to stand for this, it's all your fault! Bah, humbug. What that man did with the money is none of my concern. I'm a changed man, if you need help, ask for it. But otherwise, leave me to my dinner. And you guys enter the room, with that in front of you. You watch as the other man says, I'll be back, this isn't over! And he, he looks at the rest of you guys, and he just like, finally notices you, and he goes, Oh, um, hi there. Good evening, sirs. Hello. Yeah. Hello.
3: Good in talk.
0: I I apologize for the outburst, sirs and madam. Such is life, friend. This is
2: fine. It's perfectly fine. Please just don't raise your voice like that again. Uh, thank you. It
3: is quite you. unbecoming, sir.
0: Uh,
3: it's natural. Yell if you want to yell.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mary Mer- Solsmas. Uh, he kind of seems awkward, and he goes and he sits himself down at at a table further away from Scrooge.
1: I, uh, keep clip-clopping along.
0: All right, you guys make it. Soul made his intentions clear. He's going to the
1: one with the P, because he thinks there's games there.
4: When we arrive, sir, shall I orchestrate a game of dice or cards
0: for you? As you guys walk by... Yeah. ...the man in the suit and Scrooge, I need you guys to roll perception check. Do you need me to roll it? What is your passive perception? Eighteen. Okay.
5: I got a nat 20. I'm okay. doing good today.
4: I, I'm going to roll for posterity, but man, I, I'm not going to beat my passive.
5: 22.
0: Should I beat my passive? Uh, who, who who all beat a 16?
1: <laughs> yeah, I beat it. Just barely 17.
0: An 11. 26. So everyone but Darth Daniel notices Jesus. that the man in the the more modern suit who was yelling at Scrooge, his eyes travel to the sacks that you guys are all carrying. He looks at each one of you and there is a look on his eyes like he like oh god. And he like like he seems alarmed at them and excited by the sight of it of the sacks.
5: I also get excited by the sight of sacks. <laughs> god
1: damn. Uh, Soul <laughs> turns looks over his shoulder and he goes, Yeah,
0: don't stare at my sack, yeah. I'm I'm sorry, sir, I didn't mean to ogle. You guys Saul keep going the way. to the parlour. The parlor is a fairly open car. There's a handful of seating and what appears to be a bar. Uh, Standing at the bar is a very tall figure, once again in a very tailored long suit, similar to one we've seen before. Atop his hat, though, is no hat. But underneath what the hat would be is the bone rictus of a skeleton man. And he is sitting there with three small kids, and they're all drinking eggnog. And as you get there, uh, Walter Ohio calls out, Ah, the Nog Nilbog! Yes. Truly a great place to be. And behind, to behind the bar, you see a goblin dressed in a jester's outfit just pouring eggnog from the tap.
1: Oh, the pink jester's outfit?
0: Yes, mm, absolutely. Classic. Pink and green, you know, a little Christmassy. Yeah. It's, This serves the Nog Nilbog! Nog on tap, it's free, it's with the train. Is it spicy? Um, I think they keep it a little light so that things don't get too rowdy around here. But yes, there's there's a little bit in there.
5: i
2: yeah, Do you it have less? like?
0: And uh, as the the skeletal figure turns around and he says, "What's this? New riders?" And once again, you notice that his face travels to all the sacks before quickly lighting back on your eyes. Do my eyes deceive me? The new spirit of SoulSmith rides with us. Put it on your promotional video. And who are you, sir? Me? Why? Can't you tell? I'm the Pumpkin King.
2: And I am Darth Daniel Fluteblower.
0: Oh. My. God. The Darth Daniel Fluteblower? Correct. I see you've heard of me. I have. I am quite a fan of music. And you, lady, you look like one of ours. Are you from Autumn? Yes, I am. Lovely. It's so nice to be surrounded by someone from where I'm from. There's so much winter here, though it is delightful.
5: I don't mind the cold, but I do mind the uh, one-note season. There's no variance in color or scenery.
0: Yes. They really could use a little bit more orange. Orange is a wonderful color, and when she says that, she
5: kind of does like a little spin, and uh, when she comes back around her dress, which was before dark, a dark brown, uh, and black is now this beautiful orange with uh, ribbons.
0: Oh, my. Yes, you remind me of a girl I knew. Delightful. Uh, this is the parlor? This is the parlor. You've arrived.
1: Fantastic.
0: Uh, if you've traveled through the rest Sol- of the train, you've met everyone here. The the next car over is the sleeping car. You might want to choose your 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 place where you're going to set down your things.
1: Uh, Soul walks up to the bar and and nods to the the Nog And uh, Nog Nilbog. Nog Nob Nilbog. The Nob So that's the Nilbog.
5: I'm speaking with the skeleton, right?
0: That's Yes.
5: I uh. I pull out a dragon chest set. Ooh. All of the pieces are carved out of bone. How delightfully Uh, creepy. It's a beautiful set. Um, And she goes, one of the few things I maintained from my house, Well, from my home in autumn.
0: He he sits down at one of the tables and says, you must teach me. um, Unless you want to go get your sleeping quarters arranged.
5: I've been excited for a game for a while so I look forward to teaching you Uh, Uh. I'd like to set up a drink my my cup drink my glass and play a game and then I can get myself settled.
0: Nog Milborg! Nog for everyone! And uh, as that gets poured the three kids that we're with Pumpkin King all run up to you guys and start tugging on your legs. Hey! Mistus! Hey! You guys You guys have gifts? What's in the bags? Give us some, your hey, fresh glass, a... Hey, we want a present. We want a present. We want a present. Give us a present. It's Solsmus. We want a gift.
2: I am not Santa Claus. I am Darth Daniel F- Blower.
0: But you have a gift sack. So did you or did you not bring Solsmus presents? I have a sack. That is all that it is. They, uh, they immediately turn to soul. What about you, Seder Man? Uh, Sol... Empty the Seder Sack. Come
1: on! Sol sidles up, sidles up to the bar and looks at the knob, Nilbog, and gives him sort of like a... pull a little extra spice. Put a little extra pepper in my mint. Uh,
0: <laughs> uh, look. The nog Nilbog, regards you with a stony silence. And
1: he lays his sack... On, or he sets his sack on the bar jams his immovable rod into the sack and the bar, like just to okay. sandwich it solidly and clicks it on and goes, turns to the children and goes, yeah.
3: Yeah. Was is das?
0: Nognobog um, nods at you and starts starts pulling a, a, a mug of Nog and hands to you. As you guys get situated on Thank the you. Polar Express, the train goes on, heading towards its final stop at the North Pole. You've met everyone on uh, it. I just
1: want to slide this in there. Sure. I have another wand. I have a wand of enemy detection, which I take out. And I just... What does that do? The wand of enemy detection. Uh, this wand has seven charges while holding it. You can use an action to expend one charge to speak the command word. And for the next minute, you know the direction of the nearest creature hostile to you within 60 feet. But not the distance. The wand you... Uh, the wand can sense the presence of hostile creatures that are ethereal, invisible, disguised, hidden, as well as in plain sight. The effect ends if
4: you stop holding the wand.
0: Only got a motion tracker. So as you pull that wand out (laughs) and give it a little wave, the train rolls on. The sound of the whistle blows, and you guys head closer to the final stop to save and secure the spirit of Solsmus. As you travel across the frozen winter, though, Sol Dons' wand lets him know that he's surrounded by people who might be his enemies right now.
1: All of them are hostile.
0: Hey Tavern Goers! Thanks again for listening to Torchlit Tavern. You can follow us and interact with us on Twitter at Torchlit Tavern, or email us with any of your most pressing questions at torchlittavern@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You can also find our entertainers on the streets of twitch.tv torchlittavern yelling obscenities at passersby. If you enjoyed our tale, you can tip your storytellers as you leave the tavern, which you can do via patreon.com backslash torchlet Tavern. Every little bit helps, and those who tip well and often can find themselves privy to an extra story or two, jokes, or maybe even a bit of hidden lore. Our story continues to grow all the time, and though we have no designs on a vast empire, your help is always appreciated.
2: Our theme music for this campaign was designed by the bard, Brett Eagleston. Get his music at bretteagleston.bandcamp.com or find links for all his projects by following Brett Eagles on Twitter. This episode was edited and produced by Jameson Oxford and Ryan Santos. Other music and sound effects are provided by Epidemic Sound with help from freesound.org.
0: And if you should find yourself surrounded by eager ears and attentive listeners, remember to tell good stories.